I love how that song spits at sin and Satan and death to him who loved us and washed us from our sin by his blood and made us kings and priests to God the Father to him be all glory and dominion forever and ever amen if you were here last week that was the message theme that we are priests treasured priests the, the themes connect week to week, especially this week and next Sunday as we look at Matthew 10 both weeks. As we are called by Christ here, here there's some real difficult words from our Lord. You heard when I read, he said, you will be hated by all for my name's sake. Later, he emphasized, fear him who can destroy both soul and body. But he did also promise, even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. Let me get into that in the name of Christ by first acknowledging, yes, it is Father's Day today, a little pastoral privilege and prerogative. This morning, I get to talk about my father, now in heaven, and maybe a little bit later about my fathering. But I brought with me into the pulpit this morning my wallet, because it dawned on me after the, uh, the, the sermon slides were created, and I finalized this sermon. I've got something in this wallet that sets the theme for this message and it connects to Father's Day. It's actually about the third iteration of this piece of paper given to me by my father. I think in the early 80s, I've looked to see if he got this quote from someone else and never seen it, although it reflects God's word. It says, Christ did not come to make life easy. Christ came to make life strong. And that's the message you see from the sermon title, Following Jesus. It's simple and hard. Actually, the, the hard part comes first in this text where Jesus says very clearly there, you will be hated by all. Next week we'll hear how even our own families will oppose us as we follow Jesus. It is hard and difficult. And if it's not, you need to look carefully at your faithfulness to the Lord. Because you are different from the people of the world. And at least initially, until the Spirit works on their heart, they will oppose you. What Jesus said to his first followers here applies to all. We must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God, the Bible says. There will be difficulties living our values. There will be persecution. There will be attacks from the devil himself. It is 
hard. And so often we would prefer the easy. Me too. I was convicted by portals of prayer this week. I'm going to cite it a couple of times in the sermon today. Last Friday, carrying the theme day by day of walking, walking with God, walking with Christ. It was walking clothes, and it emphasized the only piece of spiritual clothing we need is our Savior's robe of righteousness before the throne of God, our sins forgiven indeed, and showing the, 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 the righteousness of baptism in our lives to others. Christ won this attire for us by hanging on the cross in naked shame and taking our punishment. But to our shame, we sometimes change out of that clothing, right? We want to avoid the appearance of being too religious or, or facing difficulty or being unfashionable in the world. We sometimes dress as his disciples. It says, when it is easy. And we cast off his clothing when the surroundings and circumstances are less friendly. Thankfully, it goes on to say, Christ's blood-bought redemption washes away even the filthy stain of our sinful inconsistencies. And we are before God's throne in that righteous robe by his grace. So we confess that sin and persevere again with difficulty and, and challenge to follow Christ in this world. But Christ himself here gives the answer for how that is done. He says, have no fear. Of them, them, they, who can destroy the body, who can do earthly things to you, earthly powers. No, fear him who can destroy soul and body in hell. He's talking about God. Focus, focus on God. To fear God, first commandment, Martin Luther said, is to make sure he is your only focus. In ancient times, when they wanted to know about someone's faith and faith values, they didn't ask, what religion are you or denomination? They would ask, whom do you fear? If we are acquiescing to this world's values, we fear mostly the world. If we fear peer pressure at school, those are our gods, the people around us. If we fear the growing ungodliness in our world and succumb to it, that's our focus. Jesus says, focus, fear, only God. I have pictures of a couple of people to show you today, and I don't know if you know this person or not. The picture was in the news a little bit, but the story all the more that man's name is O'Neill Sandler. He is, as you can tell from the uniform, a peace officer in the state of Georgia, state trooper, I believe, a sergeant. And about a week ago, he came into the news as he joined, yes, actually joined 
the protesters, peaceful protesters, they ask him to kneel with him. Did you hear this story? And he said no. They started to deride him saying he didn't respect their cause and he disagreed. He said, I respect your cause of equal justice under the law. I am with you, but I kneel only to one. And for some people, that act of kneeling is a show of worship. The video didn't last long. I watched it this week. Most of the people around agreed. Some even said, God! It seemed like his priorities saved the day, so to speak. He went with them without kneeling and got over that outward difference between them. Focusing on God, prioritizing God, that integrity does see you through. Maybe not with every bow tied, eye dotted, T crossed in this life, but in the end, Jesus emphasizes have no fear of them. Nothing is covered that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be made known. In the end, with your God, you prevail. Jeremiah today is the example of that. He screams at God. Why? Because he's so focused on God. People are mocking him, attacking him. But in the end, he trusted and God promised they will be shamed. They will not succeed. Their eternal dishonor will not be forgotten. In the end, in eternity with your God, Hard though it may be, you prevail. Portals of Prayer in another devotion this week emphasize walking by the Spirit, with the Spirit. And it said as we walk following Jesus with the Spirit in our hearts, the Spirit's message is not, you can do it, I believe in you. No, it's you can't do it. Yeah, it's hard, impossible for us. Trust in Christ. Follow him. You'll hear more of this next week. My father was correct. Christ came to make life strong. Only Christ. Philippians 4.13 maybe was the source. I can do all things through him who strengthens me only because of Jesus. And the promise is here indeed. Even in Matthew chapter 10, this stark section of the difficulties of following Jesus Jesus emphasized, do not fear, he said. Two sparrows are sold for a penny, and not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. The hairs of your head are even numbered, for some easier than others. Fear not, you are of more value than many sparrows. I wonder how Jesus said that. Of course. Yes, today is Father's Day, and I noticed three times in our text, another time earlier, this whole call to follow Jesus is couched in terms of your father, your father, your father. 
And as we celebrate and thank God for our earthly fathers, godly fathers today, even more we thank him for being God and Father. One more picture to show you today. This is my eldest, <laughs> Hannah, now 27 years old. That's her Facebook profile page. I was going to look for a, a picture of her in her first year of visible earthly life because the story I tell is about that. But that, that expression, I think, captures her <laughs> even in her first year. Hannah, my wife will confirm this, learned to crawl. I told the family yesterday, I think, somebody, maybe at the funeral, my daughter learned to crawl backwards. <laughs> yeah, she never crawled forward, at least at first. It was always scooching backwards. And I distinctly remember one day I was home working at the kitchen table watching her in the living room as she scooched backwards and I could see what was going to happen. She was going to scooch herself into a corner from which she could not escape. And sure enough, she did and started to cry. And immediately before she started crying, I was getting up to save her. I picked her up and consoled her. Eventually, kind of led her to how she should crawl. And I've always remembered that if I can do that as a sinful, imperfect, earthly father, our Heavenly Father is watching you the whole time, even before you know you're in trouble, even before the difficulties come, and He's already come to you in Jesus. Before you call, He answers to retrieve you and save you and show you how you can continue to go forward. Portals of Prayer, one last time. Today's had as an example of, of a godly father. Did you read it? Enoch. In, in the book of Genesis, I never thought of Enoch as an example for Father's Day or for Christians in general. If you read Genesis chapter 5, it's the first the genealogy there in Scripture, the list of all the ancestors from Adam onward for a, a few generations. And with each of them, Adam and then Seth and then Enosh and on and on, it always says they live 900-some years, which I believe literally true. They live so long and then it says he died he died he died but when it gets to Enoch who was Adam's great 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 grandson it says Enoch walked there's that theme walked with God and he was not for God took him we believed Enoch never died he was just assumed body and soul into the presence of God. He was close to God in this life. Even he walked with God. What an example. Not only for fathers, for all of us. We're just walking with God. And he does take us. Yes, today's worship theme, following Jesus. It's hard and simple. Focus on God. But we need to add, it's always with your Father. Amen.